time once again for Sco Perp Soccer Sco Perp! and Orlando Pride Podcast. I am your host, Michael Citro, the founder and managing editor of TheMainland.com, an independent website covering your Orlando Pride, Orlando City, OCB, and all things soccer related in the city. Beautiful. And I am joined, as I always am, by my co-host in Tallahassee, Florida, David Rowe. Dave, how you doing? You know, Michael, I'm I'm okay. Uh, we're recording this on uh, Labor Day, the holiday. Uh, mm-hmm. I, of course, worked today because I work all the holidays. But um, I'm hoping that maybe some of our listeners did get to enjoy their day, go to the beach, go to a barbecue, something like that, and not have to work like I did. Because, frankly, they deserved it after having to watch a 10-player Orlando Pride team have to deal with OL Reign. Yeah, I uh, I also worked on Labor Day, but not in any way that I got paid for. It was just all housework and yard work and work on myself and work on other things like for example from the mainland including a couple of podcasts that we're recording today so this is the uh the second one you and i have recorded today the third one i have recorded today and yeah it's a it's a lot Uh, two of those are for the mainland and one is for another endeavor but we are happy to be here with you for episode number 22 of Scoperp Soccer and Orlando Pride Podcast. We are very excited to be here. Uh, not as excited as Anna Morehouse was coming off her line in the third minute of the game at OL Reign on Sunday. Uh, but um, we are hopefully a little bit more under control than she was. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure we will be. Um, man, just... Just when you think that um, going across the country to play OL Rain is tough enough, Anna Morehouse decides, I think that there needs to be an extra level of challenge in getting a result on the road. Yeah, very difficult. Now, the Pride were up for this game. They came out of the uh, right out of the gate, uh, getting mm-hmm. chances, getting corner kicks, setting things up, a shot on goal early from Marta. Uh, they looked like they were up for this challenge, a place that they had never won before. Uh, they'd never won in the state of Washington, and I believe only won once at Portland. So the the whole Pacific Northwest has been the Bermuda Triangle of pride victory. That's where they they get lost and ne- are never seen again. And uh, they they came out, you know, looking very energetic and very attack minded. And then the whole game changed because this pride team is is at its best when it can press and it can create havoc and cause turnovers but in just the third minute a a ball over the top uh for bethany balser um anna morehouse comes out she hesitated a second then came out and by the time she got there she tried to just blast it down the field but instead of that she got bethany balser instead of the ball probably the better move there is to do the the stack your leg sideways uh, slide in front of the player to try to, you know, just take the ball off her foot. Um, But unfortunately that's not what Anna went for. And, you know, even if she gives up a goal there, you're still in the game. There's not a big problem, but your goalkeeper goes off and you're down to 10 players. And now it's a huge problem for 87 minutes. Dave, 
The Pride don't do things halfway. This was a league record for the earliest sending off in NWSL history. It was indeed by like, I think a good 40 something seconds. Um, and yeah, so I don't remember ever seeing anything like this uh, before in in my soccer watching. So um, history, I guess. Ugh. I guess, but the, yeah, the the pride at this point, you you just were hoping maybe they can hit on the counter and get a lead and sit on it. Maybe that's how you you know knock the uh, Seattle monkey off your back. Um, and they did a pretty good job throughout the rest of the half, maintaining, um, you know, maintaining a, a nil-nil draw. They weren't really able to get forward much. They weren't really able to string passes together once they took the ball away. And they were fortunate in some respects to not give up more goals. There were some really bizarre plays in this game. And Marta kicked one back to her goalkeeper. Carly Nelson had come on uh, for Jordan Listro to uh, to give the team a goalkeeper once again. and. I've never seen this before. I mean, Marta kicks this thing. It's in the air and it's a back pass. So Carly can't just jump up and catch it. And it's high. She jumped up and headed it off the line, which is great. But if that thing's six inches higher, Marta scores the most incredible own goal that I've ever seen. Yeah. Right. I mean, uh, look, Marta's the goat, but I don't know that that's what we mean by that. Um, not, yeah, there were some weird things, uh, decisions. Um, and I, I think maybe some of it stemmed from Marta trying to do too much. Um, you know, trying to take too many players on one by one, you know, she can still take on a player one by one and she can often make somebody look silly, especially if she's not having to, you know, run too fast to do it. But she was routinely getting herself into positions where three or four players are around her and she was doing an okay job of, you know, keeping the ball away from them for the first couple seconds. But eventually if you've got that many players, you're, you're not going to be able to do that. Um, I, I honestly thought I, I, I wish she had just done a little bit more passing. Yeah. Uh, so they avoided catastrophe there. Also avoided it on another ill-advised Marta back pass that went to Jess Fishlock instead of her teammate um, jumped out, took the ball away, forced a really good uh, save from Carly Nelson, who had a couple of really big saves, especially in the first half of this game. Um, huge uh, problem for OL rain was that Bethany Balser had to leave the game uh, with an injury uh, in early in the game as well. And but you know when you have a Canadian international forward you can throw out there in their place like Jordan Heidema, you know it's it's that's a nice luxury to have. It's not like you've got uh, the the Orlando Pride situation is you know behind Messiah Bright. You've got Allie Watt who's you know got some skills and can do some things, but she's not the same type of prolific player that's you know regularly getting called up to a major international team. Right, exactly. So um, just challenges all over the place. Yeah, so Heidema got the really good chance in this one off a corner kick. Uh, apparently the corner kicks of the last game, uh, not much was learned because Heidema was fairly unencumbered. Uh, Julie Doyle was nominally trying to mark her and not not doing well with it as uh, the header came and just uh, a fantastic sprawling save from Carly Nelson to knock it wide. 
saved it from being one nil. Yes. Uh, huge. I, I thought, look, Nelson, Nelson did well coming on, uh, unexpectedly, obviously, um, certainly unexpectedly that quickly into the match. Um, but came in and honestly, despite the result, did a good job, uh, especially given the circumstances. Yeah. Great job with the, uh, with the shot stopping, um, well, uh, the the game went to halftime nil nil, and that's really kind of all you can really hope for as a pride fan at that point. You're you're down a player for 42 minutes of the first half, and you managed to not concede against a good OL Rain team in their building on fake plastic grass. You know something the team's not used to playing on, and uh, in a place you've never won, and a, a big crowd. There were over 10,000 people in the stands. Very much so. I uh, look. Orlando matches have gotten uh, at at Explorer. There's been an uptick in in you know supporters showing up, which is great. Um, they haven't gotten to quite that level, maybe one day, um, but that that does make it difficult to play when you've got you know ten thousand strong. You know that might not seem like a lot, but when at, for the women's games, it it often is, and it it does create an atmosphere, especially. For OL Rain, who have been struggling um, to give them a little extra motivation, uh, d- in addition to being up a player. Yeah. So the second half starts. It's nil nil, and you're thinking again, it's still all there. I mean, a nil nil draw on the road isn't what you went there for. I mean, you went there two points behind OL Rain, hoping to get the victory, jump over them, and be in a playoff spot. Just like last week playing San Diego, you're two points out. A win will put you in the playoff spot. Didn't get it last week, and in this week another chance to get it. But if you get a draw in this situation, you maintain your distance from that team. So that's not the worst thing, especially when you get a player sent off in the third minute. Unfortunately, Dave, Carly Nelson giveth and Carly Nelson taketh away. And in this yeah. situation, uh, early in the second half, giveth, uh, giveth away the ball to Rose Lavelle. This was a, a, a bad turnover and it led to a goal. The ball was either... Uh, it was it was crossed in, sent in front, knocked out to Heidema. Heidema scores, and it's one nil early in the second half. Now you're chasing a game down a player, and that's extremely difficult for any team to do. Um, and uh, you know, Carly said after she owned the mistake after the game and just said, "Look, I just mishit it. I, I was trying to get it to Kylie Strum, and I mishit the ball. So the lack of execution. I didn't get it done. Um, you know, these things do happen." They do, and it's unfortunate. Like I say, I think otherwise she had a very solid, uh, very solid match. But um, those things definitely happen, and they definitely tend to happen to a team on the road down a player who is, you know, looking to do anything they can. I mean, you can't just we've we've seen teams try to just sit back and and play for the play for the point. Um, and usually what ends up happening is, is your block gets lower and lower and lower, and then the shots come, you know, faster and furiouser. So you, you've got to try to do something to get the ball out. Unfortunately on this one, uh, Carly just, she chose poorly. Yeah. So one nil OL rain, and then you're just wondering how, how many will they get at this point? You know, there, there have been some beat downs up there when Orlando has gone up there. Um, and Orlando kept fighting, but they just really could never control the ball. Once they tried to break out, there were 
They were dribbling the ball into blind alleys. They were not getting the ball past the first defender when they had somebody making runs. Uh, Strum really struggled in this game to beat the first defender with a pass. Um, there were turnovers galore. There were really bad mistakes, and 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 that happens uh, when you're pressing to try to get back into a game, especially when you're down a player. They had some a couple of chances late. Nothing really clear cut. There was a a terrific cross in from Brianna Martinez. Uh, for Allie Watt, who had come on in the second half, but she wasn't able to direct it on frame. There was a, a corner kick that I'm not sure if Marta was trying to Olympico it, but it almost went in. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a, a good job by their goalkeeper, Claudia Dickey, for uh, her to keep it off the line. And, and unfortunately, I'm not really sure why Allie Watt was at the near, was, was in front of Dickey and didn't jump. And if she just jumps, two different things could happen. Either she can head the ball into the net or she can at least keep Claudia from getting a good look at it. Maybe she doesn't keep it out, and that could be a goal. But for whatever reason, Allie stayed on the ground, and uh, Claudia Dickey was able to get up and um, and make that block uh, off the uh, off the line um, in the air. So uh, a little curious and a little un- you know, it's unfortunate that you know that effort wasn't made. But um, I don't know. We didn't talk to Allie after the game, so I didn't, I didn't really get a chance to ask her why she didn't jump on that play. Yeah. And it almost looked like, uh, you know, Marta was trying to tell her, you know, to jump because of, you know, what she was going to try to do. I, there might be, that could be, be, be me reading into it. And maybe there wasn't that much in, you know, about that, but given that that was one of the better chances the pride had to come with the way with a point, um, I'm, I'm probably just, probably just looking for something. Yeah, and there was one last chance on another corner, and they had two players. Unfortunately, didn't have one player free at the back post. They had two, and they got in each other's way. It was Kylie Strum and uh, Mariana Larroquette, and uh, the collision happened, and the ball squirted off one of their heads and went just wide. It's unfortunate it wasn't just one player there because that might have been a smash-and-grab point on the road that that would have uh, been really nice based on the way that some of the other um results in the NWSL went this weekend. Uh, so as it is now, the pride are again, they're in that, that part of the season after August 31st, where they have historically been terrible. They are three twenty one and nine, I believe in all competitions after uh, August 31st. And two of those three wins happened in 2017. So it's, is it, is it going to be the same old pride again? I mean, they've, They've so much this season, so much of the season not looked like the same old pride, but there are times when the same old pride shines through and, and no better example than the third minute of this game. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because I think, you know, I mean, it's massive speculation given the amount of time that they played a player down, but I, I think if they're, if they're not uh, down a player, if your normal keepers in there and, and if the pride are, playing the match the way they want to play it. I think a result in this was, was there was a pretty good chance of it, honestly. Um, you know, cause they have been, when they've had full squad, they've, uh, yes, we've got a couple of losses in a row because it's that time of the year, but generally speaking, you know, there's the return of the internationals, the, you know, people like Messiah Bright stepping up. There's, there's more opportunity than there has been in the past couple of years. And Ola Reign has not been great. And I think that showed out in that they were only able to score one goal uh, on a 10 person pride. Um, so 
if you know circumstances being different uh, you know maybe the pride actually do get that maybe they jump up uh over ol rain i mean there's a lot of what ifs there but uh it's disappointing that that's how it happened and it just makes the rest of the matches that much tougher yeah i i, uh, I had mentioned in the press conference to seb hines that it was like as i was asking him like what do you do or what goes through your mind as a head coach when you've you've trained your team all week after studying the opponent you've got a game plan set you've trained your team all week you fly across the country three minutes into the game everything changes you set this record he didn't know about the record he's like oh that's a great record to have <laughs> and, uh yeah the, not the best record to have but uh i mean i guess if you're gonna do something like that just make it memorable yeah i mean that's that's at least until somebody does something dumb even quicker that's that's gonna be the one all right, Dave, uh, do you have a player of the match? Uh, yeah, it's a tough one. Um, you know, I, I would go with Nelson for coming on and, um, you know, doing what she did, making the saves that she did. Uh, if, if not for the, uh, you know, being the person that set up the, the goal against them. Um, I still think she, you know, played a pretty good match. I I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with Emily Madrill. Um, she had a good game and more importantly, you know, she has played every minute of every match of every competition and, uh, you know, her position is not often the one that gets, a gets a, uh, <laughs> gets a player of the match and given all the circumstances, I'm going to take the opportunity and let Emily have it. All right. I'm going to go with Carly Nelson. She made one mistake in this game and it cost, it was a costly one, but she made the fewest mistakes of anyone on the pride out there. And she also did a lot of things that helped keep her team in the game for a lot longer than maybe it could have been. So, uh, and she was put in the most difficult position of anyone out there is to, to go out there and sit on the bench. And then just three minutes in, not even a full third minute had elapsed yet. And she's up getting warmed up to go into a game. And Oh, by the way, the first thing she had to do was face a Megan Rapino free kick from a really dangerous spot. Uh, The wall did block it, but I mean, that's, that's a tough spot to come in. It is. And and like I say, I mean, Nelson was the, the first person I, I thought of. So I, 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 I'm hard pressed to argue against uh, that pick from you. All right. Well, the pride Dave are off. They're going to have to live with that loss and these last two losses until the 17th when they will host North Carolina courage at a team that always beats them by like four goals. Um, not great. Also, uh, you're not going to have Anna Morehouse for that game because there's no overturn in that red card. Even even if they appealed, they had no chance of getting a unanimous uh, clearance, uh, you know, rescinding of that card. Uh, it was pretty textbook red card. And I mean, it almost looked like the ref was like, I don't, I don't really even want to do this, but I have no choice but to give you this red card. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so look, if, like you said, Nelson had a, had a pretty good game and, and Nelson will also have, you know, two weeks to prepare for the next one. So knowing that she's going to be the starter. Um, so hopefully, uh, hopefully she's able to step up and, and do something that the pride are not able to do against the courage very much. And that's keep them out of the goal. Indeed. Indeed. All right. Well, uh, we're gonna check our mailbag box. We don't have a we don't have any uh, key matchups or score predictions to do for this game, but um, 
Ah, we'll see how it goes. Let's uh, get to the other side of this break, and we'll take that right now. And Dave, we are back. And uh, how'd you like to take a look in the mailbag box to see if anyone has asked us a question about anything this week? Well, Michael, I love the mailbag box. And I I happen to know that we actually, we do have one. But if you want to check the, uh, the Gmail first to see uh, if we've got anything on that side, because we I do will, have one in the Twitters. I will definitely do that. I uh, got to tell people, though, how you can ask us anything so that they can, in fact, ask us anything. And uh, there's a I think ways a great you, idea. <laughs> thank you. There's a couple of ways you can do it. You can hit us up on Twitter at Scoperp Soccer or at the mainland. Either way, and uh, use the hashtag Ask Scoperp. If you do that, we will find your question on Twitter. Even as much as Elon Musk tries to break it, we will still find it and we will read it on the show and give you an answer no matter what that question is about. Uh, the other way you can do it is to hit us up through our email. Email us at the mainland at gmail.com and use ask scoperp in the subject line. You could also go to the mainland.com and go to the scoperp page and uh, use the form there to ask us anything. So there's a few ways that you can do it and any of them will suffice. All of those are excellent options for getting a question into the mailbag box. <laughs> Indeed. All right, uh, as a final thing here, let me check the Gmail. I don't believe we have anything. I checked it earlier. I'm still not seeing any new questions in the Gmail. So if you did send, we have uh, not gotten it for whatever reason. So please resend for next show. And um, I'll even look just to make sure that it didn't accidentally go into the spam folder. And uh, no, I'm not seeing any ask scoperp in the spam folder either. So uh, nothing in the Gmail, Dave. Do we? You, you mentioned a Twitter question. We do. So um, we're lucky and I, I'm in particular, I'm lucky. So this particular friend of the pod is, um, well, it's my wife. So, um, mm. you know, she, uh, she definitely has the inside track when it comes to uh, scope herp soccer and the mainland, as far as, you know, getting behind the scenes uh, analysis on things. Cause she literally watches the matches with me. <laughs> But uh, cool. she uh, she has a question, um, you know, with the uh, the season winding down. Uh, my wife Lisa asks, with two home matches left, is there anything the club can do to increase attendance? Free beer night. Oh, that there is a good one, Michael. I like that <laughs> one. That's or, that's or even like five dollar beer night would probably attract a few more people. It doesn't have to be free, but. It's a lot nicer when it is. It is. That is a fantastic idea. Um, you know, look, uh, people love some giveaways. I know it'll cost them a little bit of money, but, um, you know, if you get the eyeballs in there, I think then that that little bit spent will come back and uh, benefit the club later on, especially if, you know, they get to see, um, you know, everybody's all messy, messy, messy. Well, you know what? Marta's still playing. She's the greatest of all time. You know, you have the opportunity to see her. Um, obviously, winning helps. Um, mm -hmm. So, um, you get, know. Get up by that playoff line and uh, people will come out to see you try to make the playoffs. 
Exactly. Although I, I, I think that in the short term, I think you might be right. Uh, you know, $5 beer night, uh, might be the, the best to go to for, um, the club to do. So, uh, Haley, I'm sure that you're listening. So just, you know, throwing that out there for you and Jared to maybe take advantage of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be, that would be nice. Also, how can there not have been a Marta bobblehead night? Right. I mean, come on. That's, I mean, that's, that's a free idea for you. It's probably too late to get them made up now before any of the, the remaining home games, but uh, something to think about for next year. And, and wouldn't you love to have a Julie Doyle bobblehead with the, with the little, with the Doyle, Doyle buns? Yeah. With Doyle buns. Oh man. Doyle buns on a truly Doyle bobblehead. Uh, I now know what I want for Christmas. There you go. Make it so, people. That's, Make it so. That's that's that. Yeah, uh, we don't ask a lot. Darn it. <laughs> yeah. Now I will say that your wife Lisa is one of the few people that they don't have to really do any of the things that we said about how to get their questions in. She could just like walk up and ask you the question. Jeez, that's true. She could, um, but of course, she knows that I'm in the uh, the mainland uh, podcast studio north. Uh, i.e. the closet. <laughs> and so she probably probably didn't want to disturb uh, disturb the process. Yeah, but, a little uh, folded piece of paper regardless. comes shooting under the door. That would, <laughs> that would also work. <laughs> that would work. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's one of the few people in the world that has, has more options than the, uh, the average listener. You could so. text you her question. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> many ways, so. many ways to make it happen. So, uh, thanks to Lisa for the question. We uh, enjoyed that, and we didn't have an empty mailbag box because of it. That's true. Um, I, I I don't normally say this about our listeners, but I truly do love that listener. Yeah, that's true. But we we do love all of our listeners in uh, in not in the same exact way. Not in the same wife. way. Yeah. Um, right. Yes. So hopefully. The other listeners that we love will get their questions in for next week in the various methodology that we've outlined before. Hit us up on uh, Twitter at Soccer or at the mainland with the hashtag AskScoperp. Uh, email us at themainland at gmail.com or use the form on the Scoperp page at themainland.com. Any of those ways will do. We would love to hear from you. We know we still have a, we have a small audience we're building slowly. We're only 22 episodes into this. And um, we would love to hear from you. We would love to have you be part of this. We would love to have your participation. Uh, we want this to be interactive. We don't claim to be the foremost experts on the Orlando Pride. We watch we them every do week. Not. But, yes, we um, and, you know, sometimes I do get opportunities to do interviews with the players and coaches and that kind of thing. And But, again, this is your show. We want to build this in a way that makes sense for you, the listener. So if, if you're content, the way things are great, but we think it could be better. We absolutely think it could be better. And, and the listeners are a big part of that. We, whether it's just if they're, they're listening or if they're, uh, you know, if they, they join and become a member of our, uh, buy me a coffee, uh, subscriber and Michael, let's a little, let you know a little bit about that. Or if they really want to step it up and actually write for the mainland, and write about the pride. All of those are great, great things you can do to contribute. 
Uh, if you are interested in either participating on this show as a maybe a guest or a co-host that uh, um, you know, maybe you want a little uh, audition to to be part of the team, uh, hit them hit, hit us up the mainland at gmail.com. That's our email for everything. So hit us up with that. Uh, you can go to our buy me a coffee, which is at buymeacoffee.com slash the mainland. And you can see there are three levels of support there. You can support the show at whatever level is comfort comfortable for you. And one of those levels is our designated player level. And that designated player level, after two months, uh, you can commission a podcast. It could be this one or the mainland podcast about anything you want us to talk about. And you can participate in that show as well. So there are, uh, there are some perks for you out there. If you're willing to support this independent endeavor, remember we are not under the SB nation blanket anymore. And we are as independent as you can get. And uh, as such, we got to pay to keep the lights on around this place. So um, anything you can do would be great. Even if you go to our buymeacoffee.com slash the mainland page and you don't want to subscribe, but you do want to help support us, you can make a donation through that uh, rather than signing up for a membership. So either of those things is a way you can help us out. Yeah. And let's say that you do become a designated uh, player level supporter and you do commission that podcast. You know, Michael said that, you know, you can participate in it, but you can participate in it in whatever level you're comfortable with. If it's mm-hmm. just sitting on the zoom call with us and listening in uh, as we're, you know, we talk about whatever topic you decided, that's cool. If it's, you want to get involved and, you know, be a part of the discussion, you can do that. If you want to lead the discussion, you can do that too. Yeah. It can, um, the whole thing can be you interviewing us about these top about whatever the topic is. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, it's, I can't wait for us to do the first one of these. Um, I think it's going to be so much fun and uh, it could be you, dear listener. You yeah. could be the one to do it. It could be, it's probably going to be even more fun if we don't know anything about the topic. Oh God, that'll be hilarious <laughs> because we're not afraid to talk about stuff that we don't know. Yeah. We'll do that thing. Like, you know, the typical, uh, stereotypical guy who won't stop and ask for directions. We're like, no, 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 I'm fine. I don't need to stop. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> we're, we're two old white guys. We have no problem talking about that, which we don't know anything about. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of the national pastime. That's right. It's part, uh, when we got our old white guy cards, uh, on the back, it's one of the things that we have to do. Yeah. All right. Uh, another thing you could do that would really help us out. It costs you nothing and takes only seconds out of your day uh, and only out of one day, really, is wherever you get your podcast, please uh, give us a star rating and review. And if it's uh, if you feel like we're worth five stars and you write a review and it's on Apple Podcasts, we will read it on the show and potentially we will use it as a testimonial on our Scoperp Soccer page of our website. We would love to hear from you. We would love to have some reviews and ratings. Be fair. Whatever you think we deserve is fine. If you think it's a five-star, then go ahead and give us that five-star rating and review, and we will read it on the show. And uh, potentially, again, like I said, put it on our Scoper page on the website. We we really need to be able to reach more people. And and don't you want to be part of a larger Pride community? I mean, we want to see bigger crowds in the stands. We want to promote the show so that more Pride fans can find us. 
So that's something you can do that will help us within the algorithms that are out there that decide what people see and what what suggestions the various streaming services make for them. Yeah, and that's a lot easier than going out and individually trying to get all of your friends to listen. I mean, do that too, but you know, you'll reach a lot more people through the algorithm. Indeed. And um, you know, one of the things you can do is when you can when you ask us anything, you can even ask us about some of your friends and then they'll be on their names will be on the show. Yeah, and then you can when we uh, drop the show, you can tag them on Twitter or send it to them and say, "Hey, I don't know if you heard, but you're on this podcast. Yeah. We talked about you. <laughs> yeah. You might want to give it a listen, maybe subscribe. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, all the housekeeping is done. Uh, thanks to Lisa for sending in a question for this show. I'm glad to have her along as a pride fan, as I'm sure you are to have someone oh, yeah. to watch the pride with, because I have to usually watch them by myself and suffer in silence. I, I, uh, when I met my wife, um, she knew a little bit about soccer, but honestly, I have completely corrupted her into being a soccer supporter to the point where, um, she's usually more upset and loud during matches than I am. Hmm. Okay. There you go. All right. Uh, no pride game until September 17th at home against North Carolina. We already mentioned that. So, uh, uh, we will, of course, preview that next week. Maybe we'll have a guest. Maybe not. We're not sure yet. Again, right now, Schrodinger's guest might be on the next show, might not be. Uh, but right now, existing in both states. Um, we will be back next week to preview that North Carolina game. Talk about any new news that there might be to talk about. And uh, maybe we can even get Carly Nelson on to talk about her upcoming start. <laughs> that that would be fantastic. And so... Uh um, I think, you know, maybe if we get, get some more subscribers and maybe some reviews. Yes. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to bribe you guys. Come on. Yeah. Bribe them. Do it. Bribe them. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Just Listen, we'll, we'll make these things happen. Come on. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, Dave, unless you got something else, that's going to do it for scope Perp soccer number 22. No, I'm just really grateful for all the listeners that we do have. And, um, you know, come on back next week and bring some friends. Yep, bring some friends with you. We are right now, we are small, but we are mighty, and we are a specific Orlando Pride centric show. And uh, we want to continue that uh, for as long as possible. Again, hit us up uh, in the main um, the mainland email, which is the mainland at gmail.com. If you're interested in uh, being a part of the show in some capacity, if you're interested in writing about the Pride, uh, or if you just want to give us your thoughts. Uh, or if you want to ask us anything, there's a, there's a lot of uh, things you can do. So we would love to hear from you. Uh, and um, we would love to have your feedback on how to make this a better show. Yes, indeed. All right. That's going to do it for episode 22. Please remember to read our stuff at the mainland.com. Uh, and, uh, and that includes the story I wrote last week about the Pride's going to have to turn around their their history if they're going to make the playoffs this year they they're not off to a great start but after august 31st this team has a history of being extremely poor down the stretch and um whether they've had a, a good season or a halfway decent season or a poor season it always seems to crater at the end of the year uh if that happens this year there will be no playoffs and there could be a wooden spoon so we're not hoping for that uh read our stuff at the mainland.com like the mainland on facebook Follow the mainland on Twitter at the mainland. Follow Dave on Twitter at mainland Dave. 
Follow me at Mainland Michael and follow Scoperp Soccer on Twitter at Scoperp Soccer. All of those things are things we would love for you to do. And, um, you know, show us some love and, and we're showing you as much as we can. So we'll be back next week with episode 23. We won't have a game to break down, but we'll have a game to preview. And we will do that. And we will answer your questions if there are any in our mailbag box, as we always do. And of course, any other news uh, that uh, we need to discuss, we will discuss at that time. But as you can hear, my voice is going away. So I'm going to do the thing we always do at the end, which is to say, go pride, scope perp. <laughs>